0: We cannot prove any correlation between air pollution and the mortality caused by COVID-19. But it's clear that if you smoke or if you are exposed to air pollution for a long time, your lungs will be more vulnerable and you will be more vulnerable to any type of respiratory diseases. Well, I would say that one of the main contributions of creating these inequities will be the fact that we are still dealing with a disease that requires as the most important measure for prevention, people washing their hands. And to wash their hands, you need to have water, you need to have soap. So if you ask people living in conditions where soap is not available or water is not available, that is a major, I mean, the fact that we cannot execute this very, very basic public health measure, which means hygienic conditions and washing your hands is traumatic. The other one was as, as well, the issue of keeping social distance and people staying at home. It's easy to say, stay at home for people who have a home, but if you don't, and you live in a very overcrowded uh, environment, it's almost impossible to have uh, this type of measure. And and in addition to that, we saw that those cities were, and this is not necessarily poor environments, there were even very rich, uh, big metropoles around the world where the population has been exposed to, to air pollution. Obviously, the the, the poorest part of that population will be more exposed because the traffic will be uh, more intense or even the the, the sources of fuels were more uh, uh, polluted. Your lungs will be uh, much more vulnerable and you will have an increased risk of any low track respiratory infection. So, the inequities are definitely related to all the environmental determinants of our health, Uh, access to safe water, access to food, access to uh, uh, hygienic conditions, uh, access to housing, and and of course, access to breathe uh, clean air uh, or or the quality of the air that uh, will protect our health. Obviously, the correlation between exposure to air pollution and mortality by COVID-19 is still, we need to do more to establish that correlation. So we, ca- we cannot uh, confirm that there is this correlation, but we cannot exclude it either. So more studies will be needed. What we know for sure, is that air pollution is already killing seven million premature, I mean, prematurely people around the world. Therefore, no matter what, I mean, you, we have to tackle the causes of air pollution. We have to. So the policy recommendation from all of those studies will be tackle the causes of air pollution, reduce air pollution, increase the quality of the the, the air you breathe, and therefore this is what I will call a non-regrets investment because we need to do it to reduce the 7 million that's in addition to that. And uh, I hope that for the future now, the recovery that the countries are now investing on and and, and putting a stimulus package on it, they will take consideration of the way we commute, the transport and the energy sources we use to make sure that uh, this recovery will be greener and will be certainly not going back to the same levels of pollutions that we had before the, 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 the pandemic. That will be unacceptable. WHO has been working with those groups and we are very really strongly supportive of this because uh, it's is our call for, for many years. No, it's uh, the fact that during the confinement in, in many countries, uh, people nobody wanted the confinement, nobody wanted the lockdown. That's a dramatic measure with terrible socioeconomic consequences and is a lot of pain and has been done because of a terrible pandemic. But during that period, it was like a laboratory where you could see what tackling the causes of climate change or air pollution will look like. You have cities where the levels of air quality were so good, let's take the example of New Delhi, that they they were so happy to see a blue sky that for many years they couldn't see, and the levels of air quality were so good that it was something absolutely exceptional for them. The same for the pollution of the water. We need to make sure that on the new recovery, when governments are now uh, starting to dedicate big stimulus packages for this, healthy and green recovery, they take into consideration that pollution is not an option. I mean, we need to stop uh, paying subsidies to fossil fuels. We need to make sure that uh, the traffic, the transit, the, 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 the public transport in, the, in our cities is, is, is in line with what will protect our health. What will make us less vulnerable to the next potential pandemic. So now that everybody's very much conscious of the importance of protecting our health, if you want to create green walls to protect our health. What do you you mean exactly by a green wall? I know that it's just a kind of a slogan, but it's, it's making sure that we we have better protection of our ecosystems. We need to to live with our ecosystems on a more healthy way. We need to make sure that we will avoid pollution. I mean, we need to reduce our pollution. We need to move into more sustainable and clean sources of energy. We need to move into renewables. We need to make sure that we will have better epidemic preparedness and response, no doubt. And one of the preparedness is about, reducing those zoonotic diseases that most of the time they come because we we do not respect nature, we do not respect the ecosystem. So these green walls will be a kind of reinforcing the environmental determinants of our health and making sure that uh, the day we will take off uh, uh, the mask we are using now to protect us from the virus, we will breathe cleaner again. There are several options one is that i think the proportion i mean the number of citizens that now we will will join our call for 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 better standards of air quality has increased because they saw what is possible they enjoy it and i think uh, we have gained an important number of people now for for making sure that we will keep that pressure on our politicians to make sure that they will take the, second, the, the best uh, decisions. Second is that, of course, people will be now very sensitive about the economic recovery. And it's fair, because we need to do a, a, an economic recovery. That's why we need to be very sensitive and use the narrative that is appropriate, proving that investing of, on, on this type of new, renewable sources of energy, clean sources of energy, is a good economic investment as well. A very good economic investments and that that's why we need to use economic arguments as well for governments to say okay this economic recovery has to be a healthy and green one and the third issue is that you know we need to 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 work on what has been the, the, the sustainable development path in the past where it has been demonstrated that there are plenty of economic advantages as well the, the the population is now traumatized after the the, the, the the coronavirus experience. So it's clear that talking to them and then tell them the next crisis will be climate change will be very inappropriate. We don't want to terrorize anyone. But they are very sensitive about, I need to make sure that my health will be better protected. So the narrative now is, okay, if you want your health to be better protected, if you want to reduce your vulnerability, first, we need to have a, a, a biodiversity, we need to engage with our ecosystems in a more healthy way, because otherwise your health will be a risk. And we need as well to protect you from the pollution that will make you more vulnerable to any type of respiratory virus that might come or, or bacteria that might come and, and, and put you again on a, on a situation like this one. And third argument, in addition to that, there will be plenty of economic benefits for, for you at the short, medium and long term if we engage on this uh, sustainable pattern for, for, for recovery, healthy and green recovery. You think it's easier climate change until now has been very difficult for the population to link that to their lungs, to your heart, to your problems of physic I mean health problems. But now we have the 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 Oblicho simplify that message and say, Okay, fossil fuels are bad for your health. At the same level that we say it for tobacco. Tobacco is bad for your health, tobacco kills you, fossil fuels kills you. And the climate change equal the, 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 the link to the air pollution and then we are bringing the, the way for you to, to reduce or contribute to the reduction of these seven millions. For, so we have simplified the, the message very much. Now with the COVID, I think we need to do even another step, which is until now we're saying, okay, if you tackle climate change, there will be benefits for health. Now is the other way around. I'm sorry, we need to protect people's health therefore one of the ways to protect people's health is to tackle the causes of climate change and to tackle the causes of air pollution which many times they overlap particularly when it's about burning fossil fuels so this is the the argument now is all about health and this is an argument that now population is very open to that argument so it's not just about polar bears, It's not just about the planet, the future and generations and the environmental policies is about your lungs as well. And we used to say exactly that, that the price of fossil fuels is paid by your lungs. And the, the price of not doing enough on the climate change negotiation is paid by your lungs, by your brain as well, because now we have plenty of evidence that air pollution is affecting your brain as well. Maybe this is the reason why we are not doing enough. You want people to realize that this is not an intellectual thing or a scientist business. If there is something that we need to do permanently, is is breathing. Probably uh, this experience is because when I was a very young doctor and, uh, and I went to a refugee camp and I was the only doctor there, one of the things that uh, terrified me more was that those very acute uh, asthma attacks, where you realize that the when people cannot breathe, the, the anxiety, the, 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 the panic that you have is, is horrible. And obviously it's transmitted to the, to the, the doctor, particularly if he's a young, not very experienced one. For me, it was really terrifying to see a child struggling to breathe, which is a basic function. And if you don't breathe for a certain period of time, you die. I mean, it's very simple. So looking at those children with, and even adults, With that horrible difficulty to to breathe, which is so basic, that keeps you thinking about how important it is more often than what we do every day, yes. Before the crisis, we were little by little seeing mayors or governments trying to endorse WHO's uh, guidelines and standards on air quality. And that was a big achievement. What I would like to see now is this ambition to be definitely explosive, and I want the countries to endorse an energy transition uh, plan as soon as possible. And I'm looking as well at how many mayors are now proposing different public transport options and promoting Milano, which is a very dense and active city, and they are now proposing to reduce dramatically the, 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 the space for for private cars and then dedicating it to biking or or walking. So that could be an amazing and incredibly public health measure, because this is what I'm telling every day to to people working on transport, on public transport, say, you might not know it, but you are a ministry of health. And and the same for mayors. You are the biggest minister of health that we can imagine, because you can take uh, the measures that will have an incredible impact. The ministers of energy, they are the ones who, they hold our health in their in, in their hands. If they take the right decision now on this energy transition, wow, that will be fantastic for our health. For sure. So I will push enormously for the, all of those stimulus packages to go in the right direction to make sure that uh, the, the 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 healthy and green transition is in place and mobilizing the citizens for them to keep a very strong political pressure on their politicians and mayors and local authorities to do so.